0: Hey, 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 it's podcast time. Yep. <laughs> you were like... You, you, I, <laughs> you, you st-
1: stated a, a fact. I did
0: state a fact. I thought, all right. But uh, it is. it's time for our podcast, obviously, before we begin. Uh, make sure you're following us on our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Dabbling Dribbling. Check mm-hmm, us out. Mm-hmm, Be sure just mm-hmm. subscribe, rate, and comment mm-hmm. uh, on our podcast podcast. Platforms we have Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, That's for sure. and SoundCloud. SoundCloud.
1: That's where we are. We, we hang are out here. there.
0: We are ready to talk and do things. Um, we have a pretty fun ca- fun cast today. What do we talk about?
1: Well, we got to start off with the the weekly forty five BS, and so we go through that very quickly. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. But this man. What the hell? Oh my god! But for a second, just for a second, it a millisecond. Like a millisecond. It, it seemed like. There was a small bead of wisdom and logic that creeped into his brain for a millisecond to say he might actually support gun control. And everyone just went,
0: <laughs> everyone got whiplash. Everyone's so, like,
1: wait, what? So we talk about that.
0: Um, yeah, we talk a little bit more about politics because there's a lot going on with politics. It was a pretty politics-heavy um, dabbling. Yeah, but um, you got
1: into Michelle's book.
0: Yeah. I'm very stoked about it. Um, And I'm just feeling lots of kinds of way about Pete Souza's book too. Because I just mm. want it so badly.
1: It's magical.
0: Magical. Super magical. Um, And we talk about Vogue India and some controversy around uh, the Kardashian West person. I stung, of the Kimberly.
1: <laughs> I start off a little bit
0: but you come t- you come over to my side.
1: I you you come in hot and heavy and I start off a little bit more lukewarm to the whole thing. Yeah. And then
0: and you, you, you know. mention
1: a critical piece of information that I was not aware of.
0: And I let and I let you know.
1: Fully f- I'm fully on guard <laughs> and I agree with you.
0: Um but yeah, and then we kind of dive right into all things basketball. We have some dirty players we talk about. Um, and we talk about some sexual misconduct within a specific franchise, it's which is pretty, too. pretty interesting. Uh, uh, uh. Um, we talk MVP specifically,
1: one person, one
0: person, and how his beard game is so strong. Intent hint, for those of you who know basketball dangerous. Um, and we talk a little bit about like basketball strategy with tanking and things like that, and how we both think it's pretty much garbage to do that. But I'm assuming you think that, right?
1: Uh, I see why they do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to tell if they are doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we kind of talk about that, and then, as always, we end off with what we, what we really should be just our LeBron hour, because it's amazing.
1: Bryce LeBron hour was a specific moment of transformation. You don't want to miss it.
0: Uh, well, let's just get into this and make it happen, huh? Yeah. yeah. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Um, it is episode 37.
1: Yeah, that's what it is.
0: Okay, that was all. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm really excited for this cast because uh, yeah. we just chatted for like the past two hours. Was it that long? It was kind of that long. We Maybe should have an hour. just
1: recorded that. I know. Oh boy. This happens to
0: us all the time though. Where it's we a like we had some pretty good conversations though that I think for future casts would be good to have. We talked about Yo yeah. Like a lot of like deep things. It
1: was, yeah. There's life of, stuff.
0: Life stuff, art stuff, mhm financial stuff. Oh yeah. Uh family stuff. There's a, I mean, we just dove right in. So we have nothing to talk about in this cast. Yeah, pretty much. Apparently. All right, we'll give you what we have left. <laughs> what we have left is... Um, By anyway, 45 is garbage. That's what we have left. Let's start <laughs> off
1: where we always start off.
0: The 45 is actual garbage. 45
1: <laughs> is a problem. So um, what did he say this week? It was the effect of... You know the school. We're gonna talk about guns again because I mean not for long because I you just know what? It's we're not like, we've we're a we've done this so many times
0: right.
1: It's just worth mentioning right
0: to our like moms who this, listen to our cast every exactly
1: week. love Thanks, you. Mom. So this guy said to reporters that school shooting that happened. You know the security guard did not go in who had a gun who had a gun mm-hmm. and forty five feels that if he himself had been there. He would have gone into the facility mm-hmm. himself. Yes, with he a gun. said that. He said, Wow. And okay. so I have some thoughts on that. Do you? Um, go ahead, share. And my
0: thoughts are really simple. Um, your bone spurs weren't going to flare up for you to run that fast. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what you use to not go to Vietnam. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, um, yeah, I'm I forgot surprised. about the dodging. Yeah, the dodging of that. So. Um, and, you know, this is the same guy who. Doesn't know, like, his front from his back. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. So, whatever. I mean, that's... He said He said it. I'm glad you feel like you could, but whatever. I I don't believe you. This is also the same dude that needs to have notes on... Empathy. On empathy. So, Um, I have literally nothing to say other than... Go after yourself. Yeah. I just don't have time. Because you... I don't know, whatever.
1: Yeah, there's not much to say. Yeah. Let's, but, you know, the, the weird thing is... Well, I'll stick on that for one more point. There okay. was one thing I forgot to say, or maybe I didn't know it. In, no, I didn't know it until right after our cast last week mm-hmm. when I saw a clip of Marco Rubio at that town hall meeting in Florida.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: In which the people were asking questions to the NRA and senators and, you know, people at Rubio showed up. And one of the people asked Senator Rubio you know how is it that it's been so hard to introduce common sense gun laws that would prevent the access to military grade assault rifles mm. his response
0: mm-hmm.
1: changed my world it changed pop, my world vu- view entirely pop, to that question to that question his response was i thought you know I'm ready for this answer. It's going to be a very, you know, typical answer from a Republican about, you know, impinging on the Second Amendment.
0: Absolutely. As it usually is.
1: He said it's a slippery slope because as soon as you start to introduce laws that would control the purchase of military-grade assault rifles, just some of them, mm. it starts to create potential laws that will get rid of all military-grade assault rifles. Mm.
0: That makes no sense, sir.
1: The entire gymnasium or auditorium, whatever that was... Yeah,
0: it was like a... Ir- it, I think it was like a stu- ar- like a stadium. like a yeah, st- yeah,
1: an arena. They erupted in applause and cheers. And he couldn't get a word out for a good, you know, minute mm-hmm. while people were cheering and clapping because you just... Acknowledged the idea of getting rid of all military-grade assault rifles up until that point.
0: Right.
1: He had not realized, apparently, that everyone in that room That's was in want. favor of that.
0: Yeah, dumb. He was I, he was I warning just, yeah. all of us. He <laughs> was warning, can. he was
1: doing us a good favor by warning everyone in that arena. When we do that. Hey, listen, I know you think <laughs> that this would be a simple fix, like, right. we'll get rid of some of these, but did you know if we do that, we might get rid of all of them. That's wild. Dude, that's why we're here, and it, it just why, showed me. Literally, why it, we're talking about it this. It just, it just showed me the fact that there is a side of this argument that has literally no idea what the other side is saying or asking for. It. It's just completely unaware.
0: Well, it's because it's. I mean, the whole. I mean, there's a bunch of companies. <laughs> let's 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 go back to this where there's a bunch uh-huh. of companies uh, that are taking away like the discounts that they give NRA members, like Delta, Delta yeah. um, United, Dick's Sporting Goods. It's not going to sell assault, assault rifles, rifles. Which as well did as, not know they sold those. Which is, I have a Dick's in my in Chicago, yeah. and I've never seen it. But also, Chicago doesn't. It's like you don't sell weapons. <laughs> like that. They Assault go to Indiana for yourself? that. Um, and they said they would only like sell guns to people who were 21 and all these different things, right? And so, <coughs> I, I mean, good, I'm glad. And pe- of course, people in the NRA are like pissed off about it and they're um, and like, how dare they? We have to boycott those stores. And the other people are like, that's fine, I'll go and buy everything at Dick's. Like, it's yeah. cool. Like, not a problem. Thank
1: God. Um,
0: and then someone someone posted on, it's on Twitter of like, you know why is it that like there's such the hypocrisy that like Dix has to not sell these weapons, but like I and my bakery ha- like have, have to, to sell have the to, gay people. Yeah, to s- bake bake f- bake for these gay couples and the gay person. R- product Bag is Please. like it's because my gay doesn't shoot up a bunch of gays. Thankful. Uh, like, like my God. my gay doesn't go into a into a school oh my God. and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> like that's my gay doesn't. ...doesn't hurt you at all, whereas your freaking assault rifles do. Did you see... It's not complicated, folks. It, not complicated.
1: I We're dealing with a level...
0: What? Sorry? No, I'm oh, so saying We're
1: dealing with a level that of... I'm going to withhold judgment and and mudslinging, mm-hmm. but I you're really... You're a better person than I. But I really... I'm having a hard time with the people who are trying to reason this narrative because it seems like they're really, really, really out of touch. Did you see the commentator talking on CNN? He was a, a senator from Georgia, a Republican, mm-hmm. who was talking to someone on CNN who addressed the Delta. A flight situation yeah. where the Delta was like, Yeah, um, not is. discounting NRA members. They're not
0: saying you can't come to the flight, they're just right. not going to give you a discount, which is probably like a nothing yeah, discount, yeah, to be not, honest. We're not
1: giving you a percentage off. And he right. says, Do you think it's fair that Delta gives discounts to Planned Parenthood members? And she was like, uh, I, you know, we're going to check on that. And so her checkers check. just look all they over the Delta. Do they? they don't. And she said, Sir, we can't find anywhere yeah. that they give these to Planned Parenthood members and he said but do you agree that they should be giving discounts to liberal leaning organizations sir that's you were but saying they're Planned actually not doing Parenthood. Yeah, yeah they're not giving the Planned Parenthood he said but it Planned like, Parenthood but, but he he would not leave it alone and said Planned Parenthood is a left-leaning organization are sir, you denying sir. that and she's like sir i'm no one's not
0: denying that but well, there's this...
1: nothing oh on god. the website saying they're linked and he said well agree to disagree
0: oh my god i i oh my god. My
1: jaw like <laughs> oh my god unhinged
0: somebody geez, jesus take
1: the wheel. we we're we're in <laughs> a state i was at a conference i was at a conference uh not too long ago mm-hmm. In a very liberal city. I'll just say Portland. I was in Portlandia. I loved it.
0: You had a good time. I
1: had a great time. And I was in a room of easily over a thousand people. Sure. All educators in some capacity or administrators. Public policy or university policy stuff. And there's a panel of people, experts, doctors in their fields. Right. Talking on subjects. There is one panelist. Very heady, super cool. She says, whatever is going on and whatever your political affiliations, be they what they may, Mm -hmm. you have to admit that something is going on in this country that is, call it alternative facts or whatever, there's something grossly wrong with our values of truth, integrity, consistency, and American Mm -hmm. values they are, warping.
0: I was like, "What values?
1: Across the yeah. spectrum, at, a, at an alarming rate and a very, in a very twisted way. Yeah. And she and I was the only person in that room to clap my hand. We have been clapping for several things up to right, that point. It's right. one of those like you clap because they said something. Right. I went three big claps, and I was the only one in a room of a thousand. Was I embarrassed? I wish I had done six claps because I agree with that. And my friend says to me next, I say, like, why do you think people oh, yeah. did not clap for that when we had clapped for everything else? Because it just turned political. Right. We all were in the same tribe in that room. Right. A thousand people all here in the same field mm-hmm. who agreed with the model of helping other people. But when we turned political and she said, regardless of your affiliation there, you have to admit this is pretty stupid. My friend said, you know, there are people in this room who don't think it's stupid. Yep. And I had to sit there and think, oh, I there are, you oh, all, I, I, I will go no further and to accuse people of what other things that might lead to. Mm-hmm. But I will just say um, this problem is one we're all involved in that it affects all of us. Yeah. And it stems from a lack of responsibility, accountability and rationale, Mm. and compassion. Mm. So if you don't have those things, um, this is, (sighs) uh, I'm I'm done. Let's move on to, because because 45, did something about this oh God! and called a bipartisan meeting oh God. at the White House exactly of people say. to yeah. sit down around a very large oval table. That oval table was quite expansive. It fit probably 26 bodies around it. Yeah. It was pretty big. Yeah. Mike Pence is making statements. Other Republicans are making statements. Some Dems are making statements. This man, 45, <laughs> it was, did you watch?
0: I did you watch any of this? I did. I did it not was, watch it.
1: You know how he folds it, his arms. I did,
0: I did the. I did the instant replay. He, couple of, couple hours later.
1: Did he? Did, did you see how he folded his yeah, arms? Yeah, that's what he always does. I love how he did this in this situation. And he
0: also puts his like shoulder up a little bit when right. he does that right. when he talks. Yeah. But he he called.
1: Hey, Mike, Mike. He would cut people off, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Mike, how about we get rid of the guns and then we go to court." He essentially said. Rather than do due process in courts and then take away people's guns, Mm -hmm. why don't we take people's guns and then go to court? Essentially saying, I have the right to take your guns away without due process.
0: Which is what all the people are afraid about.
1: They're nuts. You could hear the marbles dropping as (laughs) nuts just fell out from chairs (laughs) under the table. And the Republicans were like, did he just... Steve Kerr, we'll, we'll dip a little bit mm-hmm. into the da- the dribbling section right now. Yeah. Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors, said...
0: Love him. He said,
1: I watched that, and it was like that scene in Anchorman <laughs> where Brick, <laughs> the the weatherman,
0: yeah, is the, in the
1: fight with all the other anchors He's, and he's the
0: one played by Steve Carell, Right. He's the dumb one.
1: Yeah, the dumb one who yeah. just like, he's says, just like, I love lamp yeah. and stuff.
0: <laughs> I love Brick, lamp. <laughs>
1: Brick, do you love the lamp, or are you just naming things that you see in the room? <laughs>
0: I, I love Lamp. I love
1: Lamb. <laughs> so, um, brick, they're fighting all these other uh, nemesis anchormen. Yes, yes. And Brick starts fighting against his own side. And like, Brick, Brick, Brick. You're fighting on this side.
0: It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. It was I just,
1: Steve Kerr I was right to point that out. He made that comment. And then also, there was a Republican saying something about gun legislation and why they couldn't take gun control more seriously and they mm-hmm. couldn't push it. Trump interrupted him to say, oh, it's probably because you're scared of the NRA. Mm. And he went on to say, see, there's a lot of people in this room who are scared of the NRA. Mm. A lot of you are really scared of them. I'm not scared of them. I don't have anything to lose. I don't need them.
0: Did they not Did they not endorse him? I'm pretty sure they endorsed him. They did. No, I'm they sure did. I'm sure they, they gave him they money. They did. Okay, so he did. He's dumb. He
1: Is he, he, he's dumb in the right way right now. Right. And we're it's, like, it's like, sir, the wind,
0: continue to be an idiot. <laughs> it's
1: like the wind blew and it just kind of pointed in the direction we were going. Right. And I was like, okay, do I. St- I had a slight second where I thought do I really want him out of office? Because he's kind of a maverick. Oh, wait, Alex, shut the
0: fuck up. I was going to, say, Alex, Alex, I was about to throw up. a shoe at you. Shut like, don't up. Don't say stupid things. Just
1: because a broken <laughs> clock is right at least twice a day doesn't mean it doesn't a great, mean this guy is qualified clock. to do this job. <laughs> but I was like, if this guy really could rabble rouse. Um, you looked at the faces of all these white guys around the oh, table. Was,
0: I'm sure it was panic.
1: They, they're... You, at first they're looking at him like, let's let the idiot talk for a second. Right. But as he kept talking, they were saying, Oh no. He's oh no. he's where's his his uh puppeteer? Where the, the, the Someone
0: the, turn him off. The
1: puppet is run loose. <laughs> and it has a life of its own.
0: It Pinocchioed.
1: This is on camera, everyone. Please <laughs> shut him off. Um it was it was terror. Ugh. but at least for one second of mm-hmm. today or yesterday, it felt like this guy could actually see a possible... Oh, he also threw shade at Obama. Did you see that? No, what did he do? They said we've... (laughs) Gun legislation in the past. Why hasn't it worked? Well, Mr. President, you know, in the last time we voted in the Senate um, or whatever house, we support... No, in the Senate, we voted to support gun legislation 54 to 46. Actually, in favor of... Gun control and most people, 90 something percent of Americans, want gun control. And he said, but you couldn't pass it because there was no support up above, right? Mm-hmm. You have a different president now.
0: Wow. 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 <laughs> ah! <laughs> Somebody help
1: me. <laughs> Is that, are you okay?
0: I'm fine. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> Uh, it's
1: like he just started watching news when he became the president.
0: Drinking his Diet Cokes. He, he just,
1: it's like, you know, because you remember when Obama got that um, huge gun control bill from the Republican mm-hmm. Congress mm-hmm. and Senate. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, nah, we don't want gun control.
0: I, I just, was have, like, I'm like dying on the inside little by little. You
1: watch him make those comments about gun control in favor of it, mm-hmm. and then you watch him throw shade at the guy who did the biggest push on gun control in history. Yeah, and who you would, were like,
0: cried when children died, and
1: you were the guy on camera, right? And you were the guy last week
0: who saying needed empathy notes
1: who said every teacher should have a gun.
0: And there was a teacher recently who shot up, uh, uh shot herself, and then there was another teacher who like. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Um, well, I'm not surprised. Yes, yeah, of course like, you're serious. And so, it's not a I joke. Like... <laughs> well, that's a good joke, bruh. Good I'm job. i
0: hilarious. Uh, anyway, whatever. He's an idiot.
1: He's an idiot who kind of today, yesterday did kind of something right, but also just like Just
0: continue to prove that he's
1: an idiot. Alienated everyone and they leave the room. I'm sure everyone after that had a very stiff drink and a lobotomy. They were like, I want to forget everything that just happened I wonder there. if they're
0: all in the sunken place too.
1: There, there's no one black in the room.
0: No, but like in the, it's like, I'm sure there's a white version of a sunken place, in mm. oh, in in the in the What's in the, the presidency reason? of forty five.
1: What's the white version of the sunken place?
0: Like, so, like you are working, you're like hypnotized, right? Right, like and making I don't know I'm brainwashed
1: because the hit, like, sunken place is when you're brainwashed,
0: right? And they're brainwashing or making themselves believe that this guy yeah. is a viable f- president.
1: I think the sunken place is being. A far right conservative—that's the sunken place.
0: Potentially. So
1: there are people in that room who are in the sunken place, but mm. we don't know to what degree. Yep. It's it's amazing. But anyway.
0: I mean, speaking of the Obamas, something really big is happening in that the Obama world.
1: Say something. So
0: What's that? You you may or may not know, but the Obamas got a two-book agreement for one title for Barack Obama and about for Michelle. Okay. This is like that yeah. like that we've known and it was yeah. It was body. a big deal. It was 65 mil advance was given to them just the advance 65 mil
1: it's not a lot but
0: yeah for two people two books 65 guess. mil
1: i guess
0: and this was announced ooh, i think it was last year that it was announced that you know and we were all like we cannot wait oh yeah for this book it's
1: going to be my it's my favorite book of all time actually
0: yeah it's it's already my fa- both yeah. of them favorite no. book of all time um which by the way i need to borrow or come over and i'm going to get to like or just look <laughs> Like I'll wear gloves. The Pete Souza photograph a book. The Pete photograph book. Just so I. Can I was like gonna it.
1: bring that up to you in a second. I flipped through it last night for hours. I'll tell you in a second. Okay. You just tell Say I would. So hear anyway, more about
0: this. the so it came out recently, only a couple of days ago, that former first lady Michelle Obama's much anticipated memoir, yeah. titled Becoming. Oh. Will be published on November thirteenth of this year. Okay. So. I just want to take a moment to thank my first lady Chicago's very own Michelle Obama for just blessing me mm-hmm. with like the best mm-hmm. Christmas present, birthday mm-hmm. present, 4th of July present. Um, oh, wow. Easter you're taking present, far. You're um, taking just us. like everything. Thanksgiving, really it's just like giving me everything. Extrapolating this beyond. Yeah, it's just like all I've ever wanted was to read her memoir. A year-long memoir. Yeah.
1: One page a day.
0: <laughs> One. I'm just gonna read a page and just like revel. And I can't wait for the audiobook because I just want her to talk to me. Oh yeah yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god yeah. I'm, like, I just Every night, it's like <laughs> it's it's
1: it's 30 years from now, and you're like, what is what is uh What does Grandma like to read? It she reads uh the former first lady's book. Yeah, I want
0: I want Michelle, I want Barack, and I want like I'm I'm reading while I'm reading I guess I'm audio listening to Shonda uh, Mm Rems, the Year of Yes, Mm -hmm. very awesome, um and I want to and I want Black Unicorn, uh, Tiffany Haddish's Mm -hmm. uh, comedy book because she's hilarious and just her talking is just sunshine Mm -hmm. and so I just want like these incredibly beautiful all black people to just um make me feel better at night when does
1: Barack's book come out
0: it had nothing's been it's the same publishing company michelle's was the first announcement so uh
1: when i'm ready yeah Uh,
0: um let him do him yeah
1: that pete souza book of photographs of the president
0: yeah (laughs) i really want that book so bad i I will bring it
1: for you to to have for Mm -hmm. a weekend and it's um, you
0: may not get it back. Just I so you know, know that <laughs> uh,
1: that's my fear. He, this the pictures of him holding hands, embracing. I love holding. Ba- there is a picture of. There's a two part picture. There's a picture of Michelle Obama with a crying baby in her hands. Uh huh. screaming white right. baby. Just bloody and, bloody murder. And then there's a, another picture of. Barack holding the same baby, and is so I calmly know, in his arms. I know and what this just, picture exactly. He's just like throwing this like funny, like "told you so" face at You're her, right. and her jaw is just like huh? incredulously um <laughs> like open and just like angry yeah. that he did better at whispering to the baby. Uh, um, do you the, see
0: the most recent picture of them in a photo booth? We posted. Yes, it on our Instagram. yes, yes. It's that just
1: stops my heart.
0: I just want to say that's what love <laughs> is, and. Um, future husband of mine, mm-hmm. boyfriend of mine, uh, if you're more like Barack, like, I can rock with you. There's a picture <laughs>
1: of him. There's two pictures of him. One of him in Austin talking about immigration. Sure. And he's on stage and he appears to be walking off the stage. Mm-hmm. Blue shirt.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, khakis. Yeah. And he's just Classic kind of like, Obama. he's like gesturing to the crowd, like ushering forward. Mm-hmm. And the caption says he's ushering two hecklers to come backstage and talk with him further. On the immigration policy and then the next picture is of him talk with these two guys. very young white boys mm-hmm. with his arm on his hand on one of their shoulders and the white kids are listening and he's talking just closely to him in a way that seems very relatable and so he invited two hecklers backstage wow. to say
0: let's talk I'm about i'm sure this. secret service loved that
1: oh they patted them all the hell day. <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> like, oh yeah. come backstage uh my secret service is gonna touch Every part of you before you <laughs> step in my vicinity, but once you do, uh, I'm gonna school your ass. And they seem to be your receptive Barack in the photographs.
0: Better better,
1: Campaign Barack is the best. Campaign Barack. It's easy. Great. It's easier to do him.
0: It is, and it is. As someone who has been in a room when he has given his stump speeches, mm. it's, it's like one of the most magical. There, I have dreams about it. The way that I dreamed that Drake. Proposed to me in the United Center.
1: It's the same thing. Y'all have got. To... Wait, didn't
0: you replace Drake with someone else? Michael B. Jordan, but I just want to say Michael B. So Jordan's... much
1: shade. The just... the Benny the Bull that's clapping in the corner in that dream <laughs> takes off his helmet, and it's Drake. It's Drake <laughs>
0: god's um, plan.
1: god's plan. <laughs>
0: one of our friends heard that cast, yes and she's like i never in a million years thought it would have been drake <laughs> like the same reaction your mom mm-hmm. had laughing about it being drake mm-hmm. is the same reaction many of my friends have i'm just like i like drake too but it would if it was if it was interest i would have just passed out in my dream and passed out like it would have been like an <laughs> exception situation i would be passing out continuously how funny
1: would it be if drake had the same dream as you but next to him it's like you pan over it's like there's alex there's his girlfriend there's drake and then there's doris burke
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i would not be mad if doris burke replaces me future hall of famer yeah she's she's gonna be she is yeah uh which is gonna be awesome uh but yeah the only other thing i wanted to chat about and we could just take a few minutes on this Mm -hmm. uh, because i think there's a lot of um a lot of discussion in the desi world about this um so Vogue has publications all over the world, right? Like there's Vogue mm. Italy, Vogue Paris, or is it Vogue France? I guess it's Vogue France. Um,
1: Fashion magazine. Fashion magazine. Okay.
0: So there's Vogue India, which is a fat like, Vogue in India, and often yeah. um, it the covers is usually they see South Asian women.
1: Mm-hmm. Usually, there's a lot of them out there.
0: Yes, there's we have like there's a billion of us, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. pick one. And we're flipping beautiful. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just saying. Um, Vogue India. I'm literally here, ready to ready to go. Ready for your close up. Me saying, I've been told I'm very photogenic. Come on now. Anyway, so and a lot of Vogue magazine, like international Vogue magazines, bring um, kind of like big cultural figures to be in the cover, right? And so okay. um, Um, which is fine. And, like...
1: I appreciate you updating me and giving me context because I actually don't read Vogue India.
0: Yeah, and neither do I because I don't get Vogue India here because I'm not in India. I get just plain old Vogue. It's not in my subscriptions.
1: It's not Not, in my subscription
0: either. Um, And so, anyway, there was a controversy because a couple of... Maybe a couple of months ago, Kendall Jenner was in the cover of Vogue India and people were like, what the hell was Kendall Jenner doing there? And I'm just like, whatever. It's fine. I don't really care, I guess. Because... She's wearing Indian garb and things like that. And she's also wearing non-Indian garb as well um, in the covers. Not is, only Indian designs. Is also,
1: Kendall Jenner the one who did the Pepsi? A,
0: yeah, she's the model. Okay, okay. She's the model.
1: Who's the son of... Uh, the son. The daughter of... I don't want to be wrong about this. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner.
0: Formerly Bruce Jenner.
1: Right. And the other Kardashians belong to...
0: Robert Kardashian, the lawyer of O.J. Simpson.
1: Got you. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner's
0: Jenner's daughters are Kendall Jenner Uh and Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner just gave birth to a baby. She's not even twenty one. I think she's just turning twenty. Kylie
1: and Kendall. Yes, Kendall
0: and Kylie. Kendall is older than Kylie.
1: Kendall, Kylie, and then the Kardashians are are Courtney, Chloe, and Kim. And Rob. Sure.
0: (laughs) Wow. Don't be dismissive of Rob. He has feelings too. Is he right? the
1: one dating the 18 year old? Uh
0: No. Rob. Oh, he dated, dated China. Yeah, Black China.
1: I'm thinking of Courtney's ex husband.
0: She was never married. Uh, boyfriend. Partner person.
1: What was his name? Uh, Scott. Scott. Disick. Is he dating, dates the 18 year old. is
0: dating Nicole Richie. Not Nicole Richie. Um, whatever Richie. Lionel Rich. Ritch- Ritch- oh. Sophie Richie. No. Sophie Richie. Mm hmm. Sophia okay. Richie, something, whatever.
1: It it's wrong. Matter. It's wrong. All right, go ahead. No, she's of
0: age. All right. I think she's like twenty something. Like oh, is 20s. she? Young twenties. Like oh, she wasn't able to
1: drink. I'm pretty sure she wasn't able to drink when I learned this. I don't even follow pop. Cu- I'm sorry, we've derailed. Mm-hmm. I don't even follow pop culture, but I heard that he, mid thirties.
0: oh wait sophia ritchie is 19 years old might be
1: okay so uh it's wrong (laughs) it's wrong it's wrong
0: you like what you like i guess age is just a number love is weird um anyway so
1: she gotta drink she can go to a bar in two years
0: i mean the kardashians are known to not be drinkers like like oh so it's just not a thing kim kardashian does not because bad for the skin she just doesn't drink okay i guess so anyway, there's a lot of controversy because recently Kim Kardashian um, mm-hmm. w- was uh, the cover of the India Vogue magazine, mm-hmm. and people are very pissed about it. Because uh, she's not Daisy. Okay, so, so yeah, so the so people okay. pissed because she's not Daisy. I'm just like, okay, yeah, she's not Daisy or South Asian to grace the cover. Uh, but we we know that these fashion magazines pull like the Charlize Theron and like these other really like beautiful women to be uh-huh. in their covers. So no big deal. I don't care. Um, and there's a lot of people who are also pissed because in one of them, she's wearing like a linga, which is like a skirt. and like Yeah. A, a very beautiful. Yeah. She looks stunning in it. I'm not going to take that away because most people who are Indian outfits look stunning because our outfits oh, are, God. which are not costumes, by the way, are, our garb is very, very beautiful. It yeah, makes people yeah. feel very beautiful um and so of uh, course
1: wait what's it called it's vogue india yeah
0: so the cover i the cover is just like of her in like a black like like dress negligee looking thing um just and it's whatever um i think that's the one the vogue india one if I'm there's asked. two yeah i think there's one that's red and the, where she's just wearing a red reddish orange dress and one that right one that she's in black um, with flowers in the back I didn't really care. I was just like, whatever. It's Vogue India. They want subscriptions. They want people to buy their stuff. Cool. Do you. Um, but then people are like, look at the langa she's wearing. And because she, she's like wearing this like creamy color with like details um, skirt with like a, a short midriff top. Yes. Um, and and I think the top is like a little, it's like a reddish color. Anyway, beyond, I mean, you could Google it and find it. And she's also wearing uh, uh, earrings that are very... Um, ornate and she's wearing the, the scarf the like the lega piece like the scarf that people usually put around their neck or their shoulder around her arms very classic Indian style she looks stunning she looks beautiful in it um, I have a problem with it because some people love it because like they're like oh my god like she's appreciating our Indian culture and she looks beautiful and I'm not disagreeing that she doesn't look beautiful what I have a problem with is that she is a person that appropriates cultures that are not her own all the time, from braids, from wearing um, grills, from doing all these different things and making it fashionable and cool, and not giving the appropriate dues and learning about it more as a as a woman, especially as a woman who has black children. Um, so, for me, I'm just like, girl, just be in the Indian co- the Indian cover or Vogue cover and wear whatever you want to wear. Don't touch my stuff. Uh, so, that's just my opinion, personally. Uh, Others will disagree with me and yeah. even people of my own kind. And that's fine. But I just want to say, Kim Kardashian West, stay in your effing lane. Uh, uh, Any yeah. thoughts?
1: Um, I'm looking at the pictures mm-hmm. and I'm just scrolling through. She does look nice. Looks- I, I didn't know. I forgot that she went blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: like a white blonde, like
1: yeah. a grayish
0: white blonde. Yeah, yeah. It looks fine.
1: Uh, I, I, uh, I'm thinking about how much money she makes off of these appearances mm-hmm. and like how fast her life moves and the number of... She's not woke. We know Kim thinks not she at thinks all. She thinks she is, but she's not. Not at all enough about... Socially conscious issues and a
0: and a Desi woman, I believe, styled her for the shoot.
1: This is, what is that? How, how should I feel about that?
0: No, I'm just saying. Like, I think that's a, an argument people are making. Well, a Desi woman, oh co-signed she got
1: paid. It. Oh wow, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, whatever.
0: Which is like, okay,
1: that's fine. I, oh, God, she's
0: a fashion designer. You know,
1: eh, whatever. Um, either way, I just feel like her life moves at a pace that we would not understand and the amount of money she gets off these appearances and shoots is such that her life is constantly in growth and financially she is more than secure yeah very and just to even tap her for a second to say hey do you think you should take a little bit of time to reflect on this she's like time what time? I just made a thousand dollars. I just made a million dollars on this other thing, right. and I got to be in London tomorrow. It's like her life just will never, will never get two seconds of her time to actually reflect on the way that she presents herself.
0: So, and the other thing too is just I, I completely forgot about this until the re- internet. The internet reminded me because the internet doesn't forget. Kim Kardashian, not too long ago, thought Indian food was "quote unquote" so disgusting. What? So, first of all, what's wrong with you? That's
1: delicious.
0: Literally go to hell.
1: Pure veg. <laughs> if you're into that. If
0: you're into that. But so, even if you're not into they have non veg stuff too that's very delicious.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so now she's in, made, made for the cover of Vogue India. Like, I mean, that's just like a little petty thing. I don't
1: like that. Okay, so now I don't like that. It's a, you it's a petty if thing. If you cannot appreciate a culture's food, which is the foundation mm-hmm. of a culture, mm-hmm. shelter comes after food. Frankly, yeah. And so you're gonna say, oh, their food is disgusting. Their way of like cooking is disgusting. Families eat around this food, and you're gonna say, I'm gonna wear their right. their garb. Now you piss me off. Yes, I I do not like that she took this
0: role. Yeah, and the thing is, like, people are like, oh, there are so many other Indian like, or they see um artists, models you could have used and stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, but I get why. Publications like this use other models because it's it's at the end of the day, you own a cell, right? And that, this is going to sell. Um, and if you're going to use someone of a celebrity, try to use someone that doesn't have a sex tape. It'd, like, it'd be like, it'd be like,
1: it would be like if Kim came out and said anything anti-black.
0: Hmm.
1: Anything that degraded black people to say, whatever. Right. Oh, but she looks good with her. Black husband Kanye Mm -hmm. and she Has cornrows Mm -hmm. so you Know and the person who did this shoot Was a black woman who Styled her yeah it Would be so wrong right To me I would lose I, I, I don't Have that much respect for her in the first place I don't think She's a terrible person but I just don't look to her for any kind of guidance yeah but i I just don't think this is in good taste and i don't think she should be the person wearing that
0: yeah and the other thing too i said that the stylist was done by an indian like an indian national like her her nationality is indian but everything else her makeup her like hair everything else was done by her team like if you're going to really embrace vogue india why don't you have a lot of desi people do all of those things because she has a look she has a thing and that's what she wants to do so anyway i'm gonna
1: say is one other thing what uh, you mentioned makeup and her hair team and all that mm-hmm. her i'm looking i've seen pictures of her from the past to now that plastic surgery
0: mm-hmm. is starting to
1: get a bit much
0: there's that and there's also like the fillers she's using, the way she does her makeup, which a lot of it is also contouring the way, like she's definitely yes. done a couple of nose jobs for sure. Yeah. At least a couple because it's, a little, it's a little weird. Um, but then um, when she got pregnant, it was really evident that she had done those things. Cause when you get pregnant, things just expand Expanded and yeah. just like, like being pregnant. I mean, you have a parasite living in you. So, you know, just think about that. Essentially. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I mean, she, Vogue India do better, and Kim Kardashian West do better. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Anyway, that's all I have. I just wanted to say my piece about that because I felt like it was a impor- it was important for me to just be like, this is stupid.
1: She looks good in some of these photos, though. I'll give her that. Hey, hats I, off. I, Still I, looking I didn't, great.
0: I didn't say she did it. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. this is no, garbage
1: stuff. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I am on... The board.
0: Awesome. All right, anything else, buddy, before? No. For the good of the order.
1: We have so much dabble, or dribbling to talk about. All
0: right, let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. All right, it is time to talk some ball. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk Where about
1: to Zaza Pachulia and his Ooh. dirty play on Russell Westbrook.
0: Dirty mofo. He is a dirty, dirty, you're a dirty, dirty boy. Dirty boy. A lot of... <laughs> I don't Make
1: know it about. very clear. Uh, a lot of people feel that way, and a lot He's of people have said gross. that. Because Zaza Pachulia, the center for the Golden State Warriors, has a history of being around players when they get injured. Mm. Some people say he was the reason Kawhi went down in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year um, because of him. Because of him, and some other instances. But the other night, and Westbrook has felt some type of way about Zaza, and the league most, kind of has perceptions. Most
0: players have who are not part of the Golden State Warriors, feel some kind of way about Zaza. I will say Westbrook is the most vocal Yes. about it.
1: Westbrook falls to the floor during a game. Russell Westbrook
0: of the o- o- Oklahoma City Westbrooks.
1: Yes, good call. Mm-hmm. Falls to the floor during a game with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forget who the player was he got tangled up. With but it's just a natural falling motion, they yeah. kind of trip over each other and they fall on the baseline. Game. Yeah, meanwhile, the ball's going in the other direction. It was a rebound taken to the other end. Zaza's kind of in the vicinity, and it could be perceived that he whoops, loses his balance and purposely falls on top of Russell Westbrook's legs
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the ground. His whole body weight goes on to Russell Westbrook's legs, which nothing happens to Russell, yeah, but thank god, he kind of just looks at it and like grabs his leg initially just to brace it. And Zaza clumsily kind of gets up and runs to the other side and doesn't say anything or acknowledge Russell. And Russell just, with a Russell Westbrook face, mm-hmm. looks at his legs and kind of looks over his shoulder at Zaza and makes a gesture emotion motion in the face like, Where
0: the hell was that call?
1: Really, man? Not not even that. He wasn't even about the call. He was just kind of like, I don't expect the refs to do anything. I wasn't even asking for a call. But how pathetic was that acting performance? It, it's know, like, are you kidding so me? So we
0: used to, I used to, well, we never did because our cast wasn't around during this time. But we used to make fun of LeBron and his flopping right. back in the Heat days when he used to play for the Heat. Right. And I used to make fun of it a lot because I'm like, my God, the acting. Right. And the Oscar goes to...
1: It he, he was bad.
0: ...for worst <laughs> flop of the century. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Um, it's just, I you mean, know, it's someone's... I'm, I'm a competitor. I like to compete. I like to win. It is how I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but I don't want to win
1: <laughs> and hurt somebody. And
0: hurt somebody or ke- or get someone's like hurt them in a way that their livelihood could be right you know jeopardize like Zaza you are a dirty mofo like LeBron said
1: today there's no rules on the court this is in reference to something completely different James Harden but uh, LeBron said there are no rules on the court in between those 94 feet Mm. it's just don't hurt anybody else intentionally Mm -hmm. Zaza
0: did he get that memo
1: needs to tighten it up because he does stuff that is just so and he's let's be real because he's Eastern European, there's also a race factor to this. Sure. a bunch of black dudes out here been playing ball their whole life. And Zaza comes out here, is this big? He looks like an ogre. He just looks you're like a big, big and dude. like slow moving. <laughs> uh, just it's like a. It's
0: not a very nice thing to say about him, but he's a slow moving, yeah, But you're right, dude. When I said ogre is not, not the nice thing to say. Oh
1: yeah, I don't mean like everything else, a every,
0: Everything else you said is correct. <laughs> not
1: not like yeah. visibly in terms of how he moves, he's very like. Lumbering. Yeah. And he's not he has no speed. And he doesn't score a lot. He doesn't rebound a lot. He just he's takes a, up space. He's yeah. Luke Longley. And, First of um, all, I
0: met the man. He is a jump.
1: I know. That's fine. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But he's specifically
0: he's, Luke Longley, not Zaza.
1: Right. So anyway, we agree it's a dirty play. Dirty play. No questions asked. Wag of the finger.
0: Um, so I've heard about this, and I know you know a little bit more about this than I do. It's about um the Essentially, men ain't shit, but specifically the men of the Mavericks organization ain't shit.
1: I won't spend much time on this. All we need sexual to know is sexual
0: misconduct is happening. Sexual
1: misconduct has been happening for about twenty years. Who At the Dallas Mavericks organization. So this
0: is uh, what's his name's organization, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's organization. Since he's Mark been...
1: has not been named in any accusations, but he seems to be he's a shark. unaware of the goings on of the organization. The former CEO of basketball operations um, was not the kindest guy toward women and he was a predator so it was pretty well known within circles of the Mavericks organization that when you go to see him and he was in there for roughly 20 years uh, I forget his name and I don't care to know it doesn't matter at this point Mm -hmm. he would likely ask you out on a date or corner you somewhere in the office and he might touch you whatever this would go on a lot mm. and it was just very well known for 20 years so how is it that when he leaves the Mavericks organization it by continues. choice
0: yeah
1: well no it didn't continue he let oh maybe it did culturally i haven't right. read more on that but at yeah. least with this one specific most uh, egregious of culprits he leaves and goes to work for under armor he gets fired from Under Armour within less than two months for the same sexual misconduct. Oh, wow. Under Armour sees him and in less than two months says, the stuff you're doing. Not okay. We're not allowing this. You're gone. Cut him. So.
0: I'll buy an Under Armour s- Under Armour. So
1: Mark Cuban is here saying, I didn't know about some of this, this stuff going on. It's like, really? Wait,
0: so Under this Armour is Under Armour saw tea, this yeah? in.
1: He, I believe he was the CEO of Basketball Operations.
0: And so this, Mark this is the owner, right? Yeah. Owner, is he president too? I don't know. But he's above this person. Yes. What You don't know what's going on in your own house?
1: He would definitely know. You know exactly um, what's going
0: on. You, you are a shark in Shark Tank. You, yeah. you know where your money's go- going, how your money is spent.
1: Dirk also claims to be in the dark about this.
0: Well, I mean, what happens? I mean, I, I don't not believe that. I could believe that he doesn't know. Dirk
1: Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, who's been there for more than 15 years as the star player who talks to everyone from Mark Cuban down. Yeah. You don't think he knows about
0: I don't think he knows. Maybe they, you know, he knows. How many rumors do
1: we hear about people People we work with? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Uh, Okay. So Some I think even if you are cho- not true. yeah sure I'm even if you choose not to engage in that
0: you gossiping know up.
1: you have yeah. heard if yeah. you especially if you've worked at the place for fifteen years yeah. as their star employee messy
0: Emmy so they replaced messy.
1: the CEO with um a lady. Oh, actually, it was a different person. He was not the CEO of Basketball Operations. He did something else. Then they had a new CEO Uh or a CEO in place who was named as being culpable for all of this stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And so they are like, you got to go. And they put an interim person in, Cynthia Marshall. Is it it a lady? It's a lady. It's a a black lady.
0: Nice. Um,
1: And so she's filling in. And Mark Cuban's at a press conference next to her, smiling and grinning and really happy because, you know, he's trying to save face in this thing. But he could be punished for some of these allegations as well not directed at him specifically but this is your organization and you're running a loose ship Mm. so that might be coming down the pipeline and it's just one of the things that Mark Cuban is facing as far as reprimand because he also came out recently and made a comment on I think a podcast that he felt tanking in the NBA was acceptable and inevitable as a part of the game and Developing one's team. So tanking. What is tanking? Tanking is when teams deliberately try to lose so they can vie for better position in the lottery to get better picks. So
0: the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: For up until cup, this up year. Up until
0: this year, that's what they a did. a
1: process. Yes. A quote unquote process.
0: We had to trust it.
1: We had to trust the process of tanking so they could get better draft picks. But people felt like the process was taking a long time. We have to remember with the Philadelphia 76ers case- they tanked initially so that they could get a Joel Embiid. Right. But then he got who hurt. Is,
0: who is the process. Who
1: is the process. But then he got hurt because for two years in a row he got hurt. Right. So he never really played. So that forced them to, again, be not a great team. And So they had some to more. go into yeah. the lottery. Well, no, not even tank.
0: They just sucked. They
1: just sucked. <laughs> and so then they purposeful.
0: got. It was purposeful. It was unintentional taking. Right.
1: And then so like, okay, we were gonna get better with Joel Embiid. Okay, he got hurt for the whole season, so we suck. And let's get well, the first year he got hurt, then the next year they drafted um Ben Simmons. Mm, So it's like okay we got and then Ben Simmons got hurt and Joel Embiid was hurt for his second year. So the both of their top number one picks were both hurt. And so then they they got Markel fultz and so they got three top three picks in three years. Mm -hmm. And people called it so they said the tanking process with the Sixers was like a, a six-year process. It was actually a three-year intended process that with just an additional took three, yeah. yeah, additional two years because of all of this stuff. Right. So anyway, bad luck. But there are teams right now. There's about an eight-team tanking race right now between Nets, uh, Mavericks. There's some debate about the Lakers, maybe not, uh, and there's a few others who are just really bad. I mean, the so, Bulls suck. The Bulls are in that conversation as well. And so there was a game the other night that they showed on ESPN recently where both teams were going back and forth on fast breaks and missing layups at a rate that was
0: what alarming. This is the Mavericks. The then. Bulls
1: and another team. I don't, I'm not saying that to throw shade. I know for sure one was the Bulls. It might have been the Nets. They were going back and forth. And they were missing layups at a rate that would have been astounding for a JV game
0: oh, in you high mean, school. You mean like I could have played against them? Yes. no, And, I would, have, and what, I would have done better?
1: Tracy McGrady said, I could go out there and be the best player on that court. It Tracy, is very you're, easy. You're, an, you're, an,
0: you're a former NBA player, buddy.
1: Well, no, but I'm a former NBA player who hasn't played in a long time. And I'm out of shape. And that's I can true. go out there and still kill it. Anyway. But he but that's what they were saying. Is the tanking thing is not good. Uh, right. The commissioner came down the pipeline and said... Sent a memo to the entire league saying we need to protect the actual and perceived integrity of our game. Mm -hmm. So, teams should not be tanking, or there will be consequences for that behavior. How
0: can you? uh, You can't. Exactly. You can't.
1: Exactly. Say,
0: like, you're intentionally tanking.
1: Exactly. You You can't can't prove it. How do you prove it?
0: it. I could have. Like, even even Kobe had bad shooting days. Mm hmm. I mean, Michael didn't, but. Yeah, was, I mean, what
1: are you going to say? Like, you guys are missing shots on purpose?
0: Like, you know when you're missing a shot on purpose? When you do doing, like, grandma style? Yeah. Like, under underhand.
1: Yeah. The Rick Barry. <laughs> the Rick Barry. Well, the, this the thing is... The, there's
0: no way to prove it. It's, Dirk
1: disagrees with it. Dirk disagrees with Cuban's assessment.
0: Oh, he doesn't think they're tanking? He just thinks they suck?
1: He doesn't... Yeah, exactly, and he doesn't think tanking is something you should do as a player. Because you have respect for yourself and your yeah. Game. Dirk Yeah, I agree
0: with that too. A
1: career that is built on excellence. And do you think my win loss record wants to take not any of the hits on me? Yeah.
0: Of course not. Get the hell out of here. And these oh, players Mark.
1: are all playing for their future careers and lives of their families. Mm-hmm. So like what, I'm supposed to go out here and suck so you can get a number one draft pick, some young kid who's gonna take my spot on here. I'm no, trying to make sure I get you. a contract next year with another no, team.
0: thank you. So
1: the owners are saying they should tank but the players are saying we don't tank intentionally, but you still have teams who are at the bottom. Mm. It raises a whole thing about this tanking mentality that only arose in the last like 10 years. Yeah. And it's actually kind of not a thing. And the lottery is set up in such a way where the ping pong balls may not even bounce your way. So even though the Lakers did tank as bad as they could last year, they got the number 2 pick not the number 1 pick so it's like you know just because you do poorly doesn't mean you'll get number 1 you might get number 3
0: yeah exactly
1: so anyway that's what uh, cuban said dirk disagrees with it the commissioner hates it and i don't i don't like
0: is. the tanking mentality either so whatever you know who is
1: not tanking
0: who isn't tanking james harden yo that <laughs> no little crossover situation he did recently it was
1: disrespectful
0: but also amazing yeah it was um so he for those of you don't know he uh it was like towards the fourth quarter like it was like the end of the fourth Uh quarter um he drives up he doesn't really drive up he got he's at the three-point line essentially uh left of the court Uh uh left of the left of the basket um and someone he basically does a crossover and the person who was the person that wesley
1: johnson of the clippers
0: okay so wesley johnson of the clippers uh oh it's funny that it was the clippers too actually now that i think about it um cross crosses over wesley johnson falls uh because of how good that handle was and just how he how it was maneuvered the Mm -hmm. the fake the faking and all that it was great and then he like backs up a little bit a little bit more away from the three three point line or just a step in out of the three point line um, and um, so another player approaches him and he just stares that player down for a scene it seems like forever because I was like what are you doing and then just takes a shot and I sinks thought he was staring
1: in. down Wesley Johnson
0: no it was the other guy who was coming towards him it wasn't because Wesley Johnson gets up uh-huh. and then the other guy comes towards him I'm I pretty thought sure he that's saying,
1: what I was saying I thought when they asked him about it, they said, "What were you doing?"
0: He was just wondering what, was what, what
1: the other guy was doing. Yeah, I thought I, he was wondering what Wesley was doing on the court. Okay, we
0: we posted the we posted the clip on our gram. So he goes. So he okay. He goes down, and then see the other guy comes. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, maybe. So it's like yeah, both of them. Anyway, maybe, I think he was just looking at everybody. He's just there, like, "What just is like, happening? Who's gonna stop me?" Yeah,
0: and he sinks this very pretty three point shot.
1: Did you see Wesley's face during all this?
0: He's like, yeah, what you? He, he took it. He he's was like, yeah.
1: uh, and as soon as he went down he on his butt, he resigned he, he himself. Honest.
0: He was like, I'm done. He
1: resigned himself. He said, listen, I know what I just did. I ended up on one of James Harden's top plays of all time in his career. Right.
0: This is going to show up in the future.
1: And <laughs> he's like, and, "And as he's sitting on the ground, Harden looks at him and Harden He takes does get the up, shot. though. No, he gets up. But as he's getting up, he's watching Harden take the shot. And you could see Wesley thinking... Hope he doesn't make this shot and he did so it's just like, okay, this lives forever now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lives
0: forever now. Um, too funny. So I mean he smiled about it. He and he's you know, he's kind of he's going to he's not even kind of, he's going to be the MVP.
1: Everyone agrees.
0: There's like no They
1: asked James about it. Do you feel like you're a lock to be the MVP? He said, I've been the MVP the last three years.
0: <laughs> he's been in the I mean where's the lie?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's debatable. Russell Westbrook averaged 31, ten and ten last year.
0: Right, and that's pretty MVP esque. I mean,
1: yeah, you had a good season, but like, bro.
0: I mean, he may not have been the MVP MVP, like, officially, but he had an MVP esque year.
1: Yeah, no, he's the past been, three years. He's been the number two candidate every when Steph Curry yeah. won that other year. The second year that he won? Yeah. The players voted at the end of the year at the players' banquet that James Harden should have been the MVP. Mm. So, you know, he's felt that he's been slighted numerous times. Mm -hmm. This is finally your time, James. Do it, buddy. You know, one of the reasons he's been slighted, though, and I noticed this, his leadership...
0: Oh, it's very blase. It's...
1: Perfect word. Yes. Blase. It's a very blase. It's very blase. I want to say, and this is a big James Harden fan, I worked at Arizona State mm-hmm. for a while where he graduated the year before I started working there. Mm-hmm. And the way people talked about him you on sure that he campus, was god. he was a god, but he was also a really great person. And mm-hmm. people really liked him at their campus. And so to see him go into the league, become a sixth man mm-hmm. at the, where he was at OKC, so yeah. great. And then go on to be an MVP mm-hmm. at the Rockets. It's been fun for me to watch his career he's trajectory. A, yeah, I
0: mean, he's not as fun of a player to watch. No. Because uh, he's, he's not much of a defender.
1: Much of?
0: I don't know if he knows what the word means. There you go. Um, Because he, he, like, lazily gets to the other side of the court some days. So I'm just like, what are you doing? Right. Go do better. But either way, congrats in advance to Mr. Harden. Being MVP,
1: yeah, there's no way he's not going to get that award. But I mean, but some people are saying LeBron should get the award.
0: LeBron could get it. He should get it every year. year. because what he has done,
1: stupid. Also,
0: like what he has done to every team he's been on, but specifically the Cavs the past couple of years is just unimaginable.
1: I, I, we should roll on to the Cavs here in a second. But before we do, I want to take one. Up and look at the stats on ESPN uh-huh. on this guy. Oh, shoot. I just wanted to see if it was going to happen again. Whatever. Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. averaging 25 points, 10.3 assists, and 9.6 rebounds. Ooh,
0: so close.
1: He's so close to a triple-double. He still has time, but he could average a triple-double two years in a row and no one's talking about it. I think he's still gunning. He's definitely gunning for it. Oh, yeah. But he needs to get some... 12 rebound nights for the rest of the year and then he'll be good he'll be okay and meanwhile lebron james our hero of our story averaging around 27 points nine assists 8.4 rebounds
0: still really good numbers really good numbers sick still really good speaking of lebron people really like him specifically philadelphia so right now, the Philadelphia 76ers, well, it just ended actually, 76ers and the Cavs played, and they were playing as though they were courting and showing how pretty they were to LeBron. Because as we all know, LeBron's contract with the Cavs um, end this season, and he is a free agent
1: mm-hmm. after.
0: Um, I think there was a billboard that was, that was posted. There were three. There were three billboards specifically. Something about join the process, trust the process. Do you have that up somewhere? Yeah, it
1: is a, it says complete the process. Mm-hmm. And that's one board. Complete the process. There is Philly once LeBron. It's mm-hmm. another hashtag. Mm-hmm. And then there's a picture of a court, like a standard half court basketball mm-hmm. with the lines. And they have the position numbers of the players, 21, 21, in the center position in mm-hmm. blue, these are all in blue. Twenty-one, which is Joel Embiid. Thirty-three.
0: Benson. Um, Col- nice. No, no, no. It's
1: Colson. Colson I think. Uh-huh. Number nine is that punk, uh, punk ass we just saw hit that dunk
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: at the end of that Cleveland game. I don't even care what his name is. Mm-hmm. And then twenty-five is Ben Simmons. That's all in blue. And then over in the corner of the uh, the block mm-hmm. is twenty-three in red with a crown on top.
0: Oh snap.
1: Oh, it's very clearly they are
0: very much courting him. They want him to be there. And I think this game They haven't him the,
1: play the shooting guard.
0: I mean, he knows how to. I guess. Remember, he knows all his He's, all the positions.
1: Y'all would have me in the backcourt, he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be okay. That's kind of cool.
0: Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's cute to see them uh, courting him and wanting him to be there. It's adorable.
1: Yeah, and Mar- Mark folds is probably like, "What where where am I? Where what am I? what, what am I doing? Which, which one am I? Oh wait. am I? Isn't that where I go? Wait. That's where I go. Just, are you guys
0: kidding me? <laughs> you see, um, the roo-
1: see? rookie the rookie <laughs> is sitting there looking at this billboard thinking, I'm pretty sure that's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs>
0: yep. Sucks to suck, buddy. Hey, Sucks man. to suck. That's
1: what happens when you come in saying you're gonna be MVP in your rookie year.
0: Yeah. That was ballsy you did. in a like weird way. Oh sorry guys. Um that was that was my sister that just called we can all blame her for that my apologies yeah. um but uh, anywho do we want to talk really about LeBron more? because I know he, he had a really big if you don't big mind week.
1: I'd really like to talk about he had a big month
0: right but like this, this was, week this week was the week that solidified well okay. the
1: 38, 38 8. Let eight well let me let's back up and say this LeBron amassed a milestone this month. Uh, He did so in LeBron fashion. Sure. As only he can. Yes. For the first time in his 15 year career, this man, this saint, this lord among kings, just say it, king among men, averaged a triple double for an entire month throughout the entire month of February. I will say black February is month. the shortest, shortest month. month and the blackest month. It is a blackest month, like, but it's the shortest month he, as well. That's how he commemorated Black History Month. <laughs> Good job, and
0: our dope so, person of the year.
1: <laughs> and in doing so, he amassed a milestone that no player in NBA or ABA history in has all of basketball ever history. D- in basketball history. All of
0: history, all of basketball.
1: LeBron is the first player. To have amassed 30,000 points with 8,000 rebounds and 8,000 assists. Take a second to think about that.
0: I have already thought about it. Mm-hmm. And he is a very great player.
1: He's not only a great player. He might be, and I dare say probably is, the greatest player of all time.
0: You're calling him the GOAT? You're calling him the goat.
1: I am more confidently today than ever calling LeBron James the greatest player of all time, and I watched Jordan. Hmm. I think we, I think we do a disservice to the Kareems, the Bill Russells of the world sometimes, and how we talk sure, about absolutely. greatness, because I we, think there's
0: they were also incredibly great.
1: A claim to be made there.
0: Yes. Even Joel talked about that during the All-Star game. he
1: said yeah, When did, he was mic'd up. He did. Yeah. I One of the most intelligent things he's ever said, of all the stupid I was, things I was he was said. Saying, of
0: all the things he said, that was the only thing that was fairly I intelligent would, and coherent.
1: I would venture, if, but if we adjust for an era sure. and and skill level and complexity of the game and all that, I would place this era's players at a higher level of proficiency than what Russell was against and that not, not by much.
0: Yeah. Because Russell was a force. It was right a
1: ahead. newer game sure. to the public. So anyway, LeBron 38 and 8. I, I finally said Alex, are you going to admit confidently you the conversation with knuckleheads in the past in the mm-hmm. in the early to late 2000s mm-hmm. LeBron versus Kobe, Kobe or LeBron. Right. It was nothing for me to chop up a chump real quick mm-hmm. who was saying kobe's better than lebron i was like you're an idiot mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you why in every statistical category sure. across the board it was i could point to any number and prove why lebron was better than kobe And in, in a matter of like four or five years right those same people were like okay you you're were right. right it was right
0: because for the longest time <clears throat> it was kobe jordan like, kobe
1: jordan you're right and then
0: everyone's like shut up
1: but jordan. lebron but then it has since moved on past kobe and people have been saying is it LeBron or Michael? I have been able to uh, uncomfortably ever so slightly lean toward LeBron, but even for me it's a little hard when he hit 38 and 8. Yeah. I said okay. It's hard to refute that. Let me look at their years of win records cuz I have a hypothesis not having looked at them today. You're just
0: you're just going to make me feel bad.
1: I had a, hypo- a hypothesis yeah that if I look at their win records from the time Jordan came onto the Bulls and the time LeBron came onto the Cavs that I'm going to see that Michael Jordan's first based on what I know right. of his career right Jordans first 3 to 4 years the Bulls are going to have a losing record. Yes. And in the years where he gets Scotty he gets better they have winning records and then the years that he leaves Chicago
0: is still fine
1: still fine and then when he comes back great excellent years with LeBron I am gonna see him come in from a a team that was a lottery team with the Mm -hmm. worst record in the league they are gonna have a winning record every year he's there and when he leaves for Miami they're gonna be awful right and he's gonna come back and they're gonna have outstanding records I was wrong on only one count. What was it? The first year he was there, they were a couple games below five hundred. Okay. And then every year after that, they were above. Above until he left for Miami. And
0: five hundred means when you say five hundred, it means that less like less than fifty percent of the games were um, won.
1: Uh, or like a fifty a five hundred record means you have as many wins as losses. Yeah, it's 50 Yeah. So, above 500. They have like, a, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. So,
0: numbers and words, that's what they mean. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, I, I looked at that and I said, um, so what that means is the Cavalier team that had no Phil Jackson and no Scottie Pippen for LeBron
0: or, or Dennis, or Dennis Robin
1: Dennis or Horace Grant, mm-hmm. they had a Mike Brown or a Paul Silas mm-hmm. who were no Phil Jackson mm-hmm. and a Tyron Lu. And uh, whoever the guy was before him, I forgot. Yeah,
0: I forgot
1: him. And uh, that's so exactly, I his name. exactly. The
0: white
1: guy. Poor guy. <laughs> and the 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 Scotty never existed for him, except in Miami.
0: It existed do- in Kyrie. You know.
1: Yes, and he has Kevin Love, and he's no slouch. Yeah, I mean, we, like we he should has, be he has
0: Kyrie and Kevin Love, right. But like right. But But we all know he carries the team. He
1: carries the team. He continues to carry the team. When he's not there, that team does not do well. It
0: shows. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: and so when I look at the numbers of what LeBron has done, his legacy, plus eight finals appearances. Mm
0: hmm. In eight years.
1: Oh, no. I mean, not consecutively. Over the course of like. I think it was like over the course of 12 years, probably. But eight. 7 years in a row right. at one point and he's just he's a beast. His and his playoff numbers are all-time all-time leader in playoff points. I can, That's what happens
0: it's what happens when you go to the finals 8 times. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you take him away from the Cavs.
0: The cavs They suck. don't
1: even make the playoffs. You take him away from Miami. Miami didn't even make the playoffs Right after he left. They still had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Right. They couldn't make the playoffs. Right. So, it's like...
0: He's the he's <sighs> the answer.
1: No, that's Allen Iverson.
0: Well, yes, but like he's... But
1: he's the king, he's, and he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT <sighs> king. It is a fact. The news is in. We just need to accept it.
0: You know this is hard for me, right?
1: I know it is. It looks... I see the pain in your face, but... On the bright side, you got to witness greatness once, and now you're witnessing it again. We are all witness.
0: I just want to say I've not seen it in person. And that's something that I hope to do one day, is to see him in person. Because I've seen, at one point in time, the greatest Mm. of all time. Well, I Mm. I believe Michael started the conversation of the greatest of all time.
1: I don't know. None of us lived back during Bill Russell or Chamberlain.
0: Sure. Fair. Fair. Fair.
1: A lot of people like Larry Bird too. Yeah. Oh, Magic and Larry.
0: Mm Mhm. And that rivalry—that was was fun. That was big. Uh, No, but I think like he, him, he was just such a different kind of ball player that he just like really shook the world, and then he Mm -hmm. made basketball this really cool thing. His
1: athleticism.
0: Yeah. It was just like such a it was such a different kind of game to play. So, watching him play was one of the, some of the most magical memories of my yeah. my childhood.
1: Air Jordan.
0: And not, and not just watching him play on TV, like going to the United Center, sitting in the last row of the 400 section, yeah. and being able to breathe the same air that he was, mm-hmm. even though it was all the way up top of the 400 section, right. was an incredibly magical thing. And then having met him in person at a, at a young age. I just
1: imagine you up there in the top row, Mouth breathing so hard, you almost hyperventilate. Yeah, you're trying to suck Michael Jordan there.
0: I was with like, I was the girl in my like grade school with the guys, just like in awe of him, where all the girls were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Do you understand what you are seeing? <laughs> <laughs> this is greatness." Um, and this being like obnoxious about it. I'm sorry, I really Didn't mean to bother you. Your sleep. Um, but like. I was like so mesmerized by him. I remember meeting him and just being like, yeah, like not being able to coherently say words. I grand mean, again, this is like nostalgia. So for me to say that LeBron is the greatest of all time, it's hard for me because you're telling me that my childhood wasn't real. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> you just that, took that to a.
0: <laughs> I just took it to a it's like
1: hyperbolic a... <laughs> place that it um, did.
0: Yo, this is silly. about sports, Alex.
1: <laughs> you can still have your childhood and let, no, let little bride be.
0: You're saying my childhood was irrelevant.
1: <laughs> you know, that's what I, I used to say this as a kid. I was like, why why are we making this phrase the greatest of all time? You don't realize all time includes the past and the future? Yeah. All
0: of time? I How mean,
1: about let's just say the greatest, the greatest of- who has ever played yet the greatest so far the greatest player we have seen
0: but goat sounds cooler yeah
1: well, that's like
0: the acronym sounds cooler that you know
1: what's way. funny we didn't actually call it goat until probably after 2000 Goat was not around in the yeah 90s. no it wasn't it took but
0: people just called him the greatest of all time yeah and no, one said, took, no one I'm said no one said I'm surprised goats. it took that yeah. long
1: for people to abbreviate that well
0: I mean social media wasn't a thing like yeah the race, you're right you're, you're not we're not saying greatest of all time on a in a hashtag we're saying hashtag goat right or just hashtag the goat emoji
1: that's so funny we back in the 90s before social media people probably said greatest of all time greatest of all time there's probably some guy out there who said the goat we talking about the goat. The greatest of all time. Oh shut up. Yeah. You know? And then it took off into the two thousands. Go, right. go, 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 go. It was like, that the was guys, my thing. Was like, that I was my it. thing. I did it. Shut you up, know, Vinny. I,
0: all I have to say is that I want to see LeBron in person play, not just on TV. And Come it, it doesn't it. it doesn't take away from the fact that I know that he he's, he's a great player. I am a big fan, even a bigger fan of his hairline. Oh and, so just, and just and just want to say, you know, as fans of yours, LeBron, if you ever want to sponsor this podcast, uninterrupted is always welcome. Uninterrupted is always welcome.
1: And I'll, you know, <laughs> I'm still waiting. So we get a second opportunity that we got as kids mm. um,
0: to see something as in, uh, it's well well no, you're right. well, to, no see to see
1: him play, cool. but then also to see them transcend film. And so we now just need to wait in anticipation, mm-hmm. not anxiousness, mm-hmm. about the inevitable screen performance. He's already done some. And he's gonna be in that new Yeti movie. The the Yetis of the North, you know? Oh, like I, I didn't know that. Those he's gonna be one of the voices of oh, one of the oh, fun. the big Satchmo Yetis okay. guys. Um But Space Jam two. LeBron James. My house. Lebron James. All right, this
0: podcast is done. Uh, Alex and I are breaking up as Can friends. Can you imagine? <laughs>
1: People were saying Kobe should be in Space Jam too. We didn't know we needed to wait. <laughs> if you just wait a little bit longer, you would get a guy who would be the all-time NBA scoring leader and the only one to have thirty-eight and eight. Ugh. He's gonna have. Think about this. He has not that far to go to beat Kareem to be the all-time scoring leader. That needs around 9000 more points.
0: Oh, he'll easily get that.
1: In 9000 more points, he will have at least 1000 more assists and rebounds. He's going to have
0: 39,
1: 9 and 9, probably more.
0: What if he has a triple double?
1: What if he has Wait, is not 40 even... 10 and 10. He to have 40 10 and 10. And
0: like and a triple double doesn't even make sense because they're not doubles because they're
1: Well, it's ah uh, that's I don't want to even get to that word.
0: <laughs> it's like
1: What's, thousands? what's up? Well, no, because it's, it's, like
0: it's like thousands, right? It's single, double, triple, quadruple, whatever the fifth is quin- quintuple. Tuple.
1: So he would have a, a triple quintuple. Triple quintuple, quintuple. He would be the first player you, with a triple quintuple.
0: You're here for first. a triple
1: quintuple. Think that's, about that.
0: Wrigley's thinking about it. He just woke up when you said that. Forty.
1: <laughs> 10 and 10, like it's one thing to have 39, 9.5, 9.5, right? But to have 40, 40 10, 10, and 10, 10, yeah, we need to acknowledge we're witnessing greatness,
0: it is greatness. I I pray that his life is yes. a very blessed and healthy one so yes. that he can accomplish those things yep. as much as I make fun of him and his hairline. Specifically, I make fun of his hairline. Everything else I don't make fun of because he is actually incredibly he does talented. Too. He does too. He makes fun of his own hairline too. When which, he's winning. When he Yes, that is right. His beard game is so strong. Distracts from his head game. It's a lot of beard. Uh, but uh, no, I think you're right. He is. No, I don't want to say you're right. You no, you are right. You're right. Yeah, I'm definitely. You're right. I just <laughs> I don't want to say it. I just I don't wanna say it. It's just like it hurts my insides, but I'm I feel very honored to have lived a life where I've gotten to see two great basketball players. And not even two. I have seen Kobe, okay, I've seen sure. Allen Iverson, I've seen you Tim know I mean? Duncan. Tim Duncan. I've seen some great players. Shaq. But Shaq. Oh my god, yeah. But
1: also we have not seen someone this vocal and outspoken on social issues
0: yeah and the, and and this and he himself and i think i said this i said this to you and our friend winston that you know michael brought basketball to the world yeah um or the yeah and then lebron and this like league has brought the world to basketball a, in a yeah. way that is like helping them understand uh the Nuances of that they're not just athletes, yep. you know, and that they are more so, yeah. LeBron, congrats, my man. I'm wishing you nothing but good health and just longevity and all good things because I would love to, for you to have a triple quintuple. That's yeah, that's be, wild. That's gonna be way to end this dribbling <sighs> section on a high note. I'm gonna, are you okay? I feel like you need a minute.
1: I am getting missed, yeah, just thinking <gasps> about this and guy. Y'all, I this... just want to
0: say. Sir Alex doesn't cry. He doesn't have feelings. This this Your is, heart your heart is just I'm so <laughs>
1: proud of this kid. Ugh. I picked up his magazine when I was in He's high school. He's older than us. He's a couple years older. Yeah. I picked up his magazine I guess when I was a sophomore and he was doing the senior diaries for mm. Slam magazine. Yeah, yeah. And so every issue, every month, he would write his journal entry mm-hmm. of like the games and being on the road and doing all this stuff as a high schooler and thinking about the next step to the NBA. And I, I just thought, all this hype around the, the next great player, Right. he's not going to be able to live up to all this pressure. And he, has, he has, he has in every sense of the phrase, done it his way.
0: Yeah. And with his people, in the with way he- With his people, yes. The way he wanted to do it and- um, and and you know Papa uh, Pop said it best. You know how lucky we are that he's kind of like the living Black Panther yeah. um, of being like this person who's changing the world and bringing social issues to the world, oh, and that God. how blessed we are to be able to kind of see the making of of this of this being. You know, because he could have he could have easily gone the road of like making all this money, being stupid with his money, being dumb with his choices. Yes. Yes. but he wasn't and he hasn't and he has been smart with his body he has been smart with knowing that this is not gonna last forever and you know all of these different things um but yeah it's dope
1: the way i was talking about that obama pete souza book mm-hmm. as soon as this man retires the book that they make for him with uh-huh. the photographs i'm gonna do it i will own that if they do a different book for every year of his career i, I will would... have the box set
0: yep Oh my God. All right, y'all. Um, Alex needs a moment. So. I believe. All right, that's <laughs> So it we're going to do. my gonna, dope person, too. We're going we're gonna to, I'm just going to take, take, take care of this. <sighs> so uh, we'll catch you in a little bit. Give us a sec. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Time to talk about our dope people of the week. Last week I went first, so yes. sir, Alex, it is your turn.
1: Happy to do so.
0: Yes, tell us, who is the adult person this week?
1: I would like to talk about Stephen Douglas Kerr, <gasps> better known as Steve Kerr for friends. Uh, I just think he's a great person. What a dude.
0: I just I feel mean, like You like haven't he, even said much, and I'm already about it.
1: He crushes it every time Killing the it. mic's in front of him. Killing it. He makes great references. Killing it. He When you're not answering good... Asking good questions, he plays cards and shuffles in front of, you know, commentators, and killing like, it, reporters. With yeah, he's just <laughs> he's all about it. So I thought let's talk a little bit about Steve Kerr. For those of you who don't know about Tell Steve us, Kerr, he's, us.
0: he's
1: got some interesting background. So what we know about Steve Kerr, he's a seven-time NBA champion.
0: Sure is.
1: Before winning two championships with his Golden State Warriors, which he coaches, he. One, three with the Chicago Bulls. Sure did. And two with the San Antonio Spurs. Sure did. He uh, With Pop. Right?
0: Was he with yeah, Pop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Pop, with Pop Popovich.
1: Uh-huh. and Tim Duncan and the yeah. whole crew. Um, he has the highest career three-point percentage, uh, 45.4 in NBA history for any player that had at least 250 three-pointers made.
0: That's that surprised. He was he was our dude in Chicago. He ma- he mean. made some he made some important shots for us. That's
1: what he hung his hat on for his yeah, career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he was the president of basketball operations for Phoenix before he was the coach for the Warriors. Yes, and he uh, did a little bit of some other stuff. Um, team coach, president. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so what we what a lot of people don't know, he was not born in the United States. Steve Kerr was born in Beirut, Lebanon.
0: So he's a terrorist?
1: Essentially. And is, he
0: an, is he an illegal?
1: That's No. He's a citizen because his dad worked for the state. So he was born he to... He was born
0: in a Middle Eastern country, so he must be an illegal.
1: Let me get through and this. And a terrorist. Kerr was born in Beirut, Lebanon to <laughs> Malcolm H. Kerr, an American academic who specialized in Middle East, and his wife, Anne. Uh, they had three siblings. And so he was in Beirut. His father taught. At the school there. And his dad was assassinated.
0: Yes, he was. Uh,
1: His 52-year-old father, Malcolm, was murdered by an Islamic Jihad, um, later elements of Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, on the morning of January 18th, 1984, same year Jordan was drafted, actually, Mm -hmm. um, while he was serving as president of the American University of Beirut. Mm. His father was shot twice in the back of his head, a gunman using a silencer-equipped handgun in the hallway outside his office. It was straight-up assassination. assassination. So, Steve Kerr... So, all
0: of my other comments were absolutely a joke, but because I knew that story, but... Yeah.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Um, Kerr, Mommy. 18 years old at the time, and a college freshman. Um, regarding his father's death, he said, Before my father was killed, my life was impenetrable. Bad things happened to other people. Mm. So, the Kerr family um a lot of stuff happened so that kind of shaped his childhood there's Absolutely. a lot of you could take a lot from that as a child Absolutely. he went on to um actually play he was what
0: probably in his teens when that happened he was
1: 18 yeah yeah so he went on That's a to formative time for sure
0: to lose your father
1: uh but he went on to play college ball for the University of Arizona, Lou Olson, mm-hmm. um, which is great, a Hall of Fame career himself. He was recruited there, um, from. And he played from 83 to 88. In the summer of 86, Kerr was named to the USA basketball team that competed in the FIBA- world championship in Spain the team was the last American men's senior team composed of strictly amateur players before the dream team would take over thereafter
0: Mm. so
1: Steve was a part of that and he won a gold medal very cool Uh, and then he got drafted to the NBA Um, he was selected by the Phoenix Suns in the second round of the 88 NBA draft Mm -hmm. he was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers in 89 He spent three seasons there and then he was part of the Orlando Magic in 92-93 in um, 93, after that, he signed with the Chicago Bulls. Sure did. We know the rest is history with the Bulls, just sinking threes and winning championships. Part of that 72-10 and 10 team um, before everything broke apart. After the 98 season, Jordan, Pippen, everybody went elsewhere. Steve Kerr went to San Antonio, yeah. where he went on to win two more. Then he went to the Blazers and then returned to the Spurs before retiring. Then he started as a TV analyst.
0: He did for a little bit. He
1: did okay commentating. I thought he was fine. But the life wasn't for him, and he said, I'm going to settle down in Phoenix as president of basketball operations, and I mentioned all that. Right. So Steve Kerr has had a life around basketball his entire career. and A very uh,
0: successful one, too. He's very
1: smart, intellectual, um, and just decent with people.
0: Is he in the Hall of Fame yet?
1: No. He will be. He will be. (laughs) Yeah, but as a coach, yeah, he wouldn't a, yeah. have he wouldn't have made it as a player. Oh anyway.
0: no, no, absolutely not. As yeah. a coach, he will. Yeah, yeah. Um, Popovich very cool. is
1: not in there yet. I don't think.
0: I, do they have to retire? I think so. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. a more sense. So Pop will be there eventually.
1: Yeah. So my dope person this week for his reference to Anchorman <laughs> is uh, Steve Kerr. Uh
0: good dope person. Thanks. All right. Who you so, got? Uh, my person is a an eleven year old. What? By the name of... Hold on. Give me a it's second. It's an age limit. Uh, What's the age limit?
1: We haven't really talked yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like there should be. There
0: should be. But I think uh, you'll be okay with this. Okay. Um, the The 11-year-old's name is Romarni Wilford. Romarni. Okay. Um, he is the youngest person to score higher than Einstein... Stephen Hawking and Bill Gates when it comes to his IQ test. He scored 162, which is higher, is which is the higher IQ higher than those three people. Nothing? You have nothing to say? You just look at me like I'm crazy.
1: I okay, I've never taken an IQ test. Mm-hmm. So the number 162 relative to I don't know. Right. Doesn't really like serve me. So right. I'm like, okay.
0: But he the score is higher. He's also than 11. Than some of the geniuses that have ever walked this earth.
1: It is a he. Yeah, is it this is a he. And he. Oh, you could take an IQ test at 11 and know that you are. What does an intellectual quotient test actually mean?
0: Your intellectual quotient.
1: Yes. Well, I don't understand I, I what just, that means. Because he's clearly not as smart as Stephen Hawking or uh, Albert Einstein.
0: And so he also says that. So he not only is he 11 years old, he's also a black man, like a black young man. You
1: didn't have to tell me that, the name.
0: Right. But some people may not know that. Romarni? Yes. But some people may assume something else. I don't know. Let's not make assumptions here, friends. I'm
1: making all the assumptions for assumptions. everyone. So my bad. So anyway,
0: so he's 11 years old. He's uh, the, the, the IQ score of 162 is higher than Stephen Hawking, Bill Gates and Albert Einstein. Um and in an interview, he said, I can't begin to compare myself with those great men, because people were like, you know, like, come on. Right. And he's like, whose hard work clearly proves that they are true geniuses. Right. So he's a humble dude. He's like, hard work. I'm, aware, I'm aware that, yes, I made the score, but it's just that, just a number. Yeah. Um, these people have actually proven their smarts. Um, but the smarts are not new to their family. Um, his mom said that they noticed at a very young age that by the time that he was three, he could read and write. Um, And and from 18 months, uh, they were discussing like the news when he was 18 months old. Uh Um, And his favorite book was the encyclopedia. There's when the encyclopedia were books, you know.
1: His favorite book.
0: His favorite book was an encyclopedia. Which one? Uh, Whichever one he wanted, I guess. But
1: you can't choose a favorite book and say an encyclopedia. It could
0: be my favorite one was B because you know it's because B for Brina. Get
1: it. Yeah, all right. It's okay. like saying, what's your favorite book? And you being like, the Harry Potter series. It's like, no, but like, which one in the Harry Potter series? Have you read
0: all the Harry Potter books? Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite one?
1: Mm, probably uh, the fourth one.
0: Is that Order of the Phoenix? No. No,
1: no, That's the,
0: the, the cup. The tri- the, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're do What's about. your favorite? Um,. It's a it's a tie between Half Blood Prince and um, um, Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. So just okay. because of yeah what we find out about things that happen right. anyway. Yeah. That's beyond this. anyway. So he is uh, he has been inducted into the the Mensa Society, obviously, yeah. um, where he can be with all the other high IQ achieving. Students, so I just think it's dope that there is a young black man being noted for his smarts, um, and that he is pretty smart and humble about it. So, what does it mean
1: when you have the highest IQ score?
0: He's also from UK, just so you know, he's from oh,
1: London. He's a Brit, he's a Brit oh well then just a horse sort of a different color then isn't it <laughs> i feel like your, your i British British feel like is so much better than mine cause if mine you're,
0: sounds so disgusting but
1: as an 11 yeah if you're 11 years old
0: mm-hmm. you don't
1: know nothing
0: for, for what <laughs> what, what would you do with
1: that 11 i
0: just want to you start even in puberty i just want to tell our london viewers <laughs> listeners um i'm so sorry for Alex's accent, we have it off. Where do you think the accents from?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but at eleven, I I first of all, that's a great dope person yeah. because I did not know that 162 would be a higher score than Einstein, Bill Gates, Stephen Hawking, and all these people. Yeah, but what do you do with that knowledge at eleven? You apply for college now, when you just start, or like I mean, people you, have. Do you forego like all of high school, or what do we what do we do now?
0: That those, those are choices that him and his parents can you make. You just
1: skip every other grade, like you go two grades at a time from now potentially. on? potentially. You're Doogie Howser.
0: Do Do you? Ye-
1: You're doing transplants at eighteen.
0: Yep. Okay. That's cool. Hey, you know, and who knows what he wants to be when he grows up? That hasn't been stated. That's but, cool. But uh, I think it's super cool to. Um, you know, applaud him for his smarts. Why not, right?
1: Yeah, give it to him. Awesome. I like it.
0: So, great episode, friend. We did good. Yeah. And I'm exhausted, so we should probably call yeah, it a I'm day. Yeah, I'm
1: tired. Let's, let's let's
0: let's go night-night. All right. I'm, I'm ready to... I'm re- oh, Rick Lee just looked at me like, really? Do we have to? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's um, our cue.
0: That's our cue. So, as always, be sure to check us out. Where are we at, Alex?
1: I believe we're on um, the interweb.
0: Okay. Any specifics on the internet?
1: Uh, social networking, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: those media platforms mm-hmm. of
0: you Instagram. Are such an old man, Instagram,
1: Facebook, Facebook, Twitter,
0: Twitter, uh,
1: and then you can find us. You know, Apple Podcasts, a little bit of SoundCloud action, yeah, Stitcher yeah um that's usually where we hang out yeah
0: so make sure you check us out yeah and until next time
1: give us a five star rating yeah and um, until the next time just everybody
0: be dope and uh we'll catch you later yeah how about that toodles <laughs> toodles really <laughs> <laughs>